here we are again, Gaz. Yes, mate. How are you doing, James? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Good. Not long now. 20 days till Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote your letters to Santa? Not you accounted. <laughs> uh, right, so episode two, Talking Wanderers. Uh, again, thanks to our sponsors, Complete Carpentry and Build. Their website is um, now up and running at www.completecarpentryandbuild.co.uk. Um, and again, thanks to them for their sponsorship for the podcast. Uh what are we going to be talking about tonight then, Gaz? We're going to review Maidenhead, aren't we? Yeah, talk about Maidenhead and uh, about the one-all draw yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of polls, or well, a poll that you yeah. did, I thought was brilliant. Yeah. Who'd have thought man and match was. Yeah. Uh, we've got a couple of guests coming in. We'll mm-hmm. talk about them later. Yeah. And just have a little genuine, and talk about what's coming up. Obviously, games are coming up yeah. thick and fast. Yeah, so we were saying, weren't we? Um, because, so we're now going to be doing this every two weeks, and we said um, there's a lot of games coming up, isn't there? So yeah. by the time these come out, we might have missed some of the midweek matches and things like that, and it's not necessarily always easy to keep up with them, but we will do our best. But obviously, the first one that we're going to chat about, because York was a couple of weeks ago, and hopefully you all saw on social media some of the little voice clips that we had, Stuart Covey and a couple of the younger fans who'd yes, gone to that game. That was brilliant. Who uh, I spoke to afterwards, Miles, Dylan and Albert, I think was the other lad, um, who a couple of them, it was their first but, game. Yes, yeah. brilliant. So hopefully brilliant. they come back to Meadowbank um, and that's kind of the future of the club, isn't it? They were there with their dads. So brilliant. that was good to see. Um, uh, so... Maidenhead, then, Gaz. Before we go on, on yep. to Maidenhead, you don't mind saying sorry about it. Just want to say so sorry about uh, the gentleman that passed away at the Bromley game because Bromley versus yep. uh, Yeovil Town was stopped, then it was abandoned. <laughs> and I'm not sure how it, I don't know what happened there, but all I heard was someone died. So obviously, that's our thoughts go out to the everybody involved in that because obviously this time of year is the last thing you want anytime so uh, yeah I thought goes out to the family to the person that passed away at the Bromley and Yeovil town because at the end of the day football was nothing compared to that I mean it's yeah it's it's awful isn't it nobody goes to goes off to football and then doesn't expect to go back home again afterwards 100% Um, we should always take never take that for granted really so yeah I absolutely echo what you said there Gaz yeah so it made uh, Maidenhead Great start, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, wow. wasn't it? Yeah, it was a great start down that slope. Yeah, yeah. And Mark didn't know nothing about that slope. He never really? knew. So okay. that was a strange one. But yeah, what a start! And what a good goal as well. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Really good finish. And so I was behind the goal there. You probably had a slightly better view than me. And that, and all the defenders sort of stopped and were appealing for offside. And it was a lovely finish. Really, really good finish from Seager. Smashed it into the uh, far corner, back across the keeper. And like you guys, we were thinking, here we go, and it's good. And then that momentum of down the slope and and obviously one of the key uh, players in the move for that goal was Josh Taylor, wasn't it? Yes. And he had to go off again. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. Yeah, these, yeah. Have we heard what that might be? Was that his ankle again? His ankle or? again. His ankle, he's yeah. turned his ankle again. Yeah. It's, you know, well, you must, everybody must know when you hurt, do your ankle, that's, you know what I mean? It's, a little, yeah. it's difficult to get yeah. that quickly, especially as the games are coming quick and yeah. thick and fast to get that yeah. mended. But no, it was a superb <laughs> move and Jasper Patterson was involved in that yeah. as well. Yeah. Played it to uh, Josh. And mm-hmm. I love those runs that Seager makes. He yeah. always makes those 
runs across the 18 yard box yeah. across it not not into yeah. it across yeah. and he does that a lot but we don't actually pick him out and he finished it so well didn't he yeah he did he finished that one really well Yeah. the I other know. one I was going yeah. to mention was the one on about half an hour wasn't it when yeah. a similar sort of um, move that yes. led to that he yes. made that run again yeah. and I think a lot of their defenders again stopped thinking he was offside he must have bent his run on the shoulder of the defender Um and I don't think he realised that he had as much time and yeah. space as he did because, again, mm. being right behind the goal and in at the side where he um, ended up hitting that shot, mm. um, it was one of them where you just wanted somebody to say to him, you've got time, mm. got time here, sort of get your head up. And I think he kind of thought he had to get a shot rushed away it. quickly, yeah. rushed it and passed the post. And I think, because I did speak to a maidenhead secretary yesterday on Zoom which will add into this and get his thoughts and I thought if we'd have gone 2-0 up at that point I'm not sure that I think we would have been okay with that yeah. because maidenhead don't score a lot Many of goals, goals. No, um, by their own admission and perhaps we would have got more chances as the game had gone on at being 2-0 up yeah yeah um, yeah definitely I just thought they showed us so much respect in that first half they gave us so much room in that midfield yeah and they weren't working but second half was totally different you know obviously they got a bit of a rollicking from the gaffer yeah. and uh, I, yeah they come out a different team really but they were dangerous. They hit the crossbar. They hit the crossbar. They hit it twice, half. didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And the great save by Josh Walsh. Uh, Walsh. Yeah, because he made the team of the week, didn't he? Yeah, that I saw that. Paper, which is congratulations to you, young man. Well done. You yeah, I mean, it was obviously he had that baptism of fire in that first game, didn't he? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, but but other than that mistake that day, he didn't really have a lot to do. No. So you couldn't really judge him as a goalkeeper because no. he hadn't had a great deal to do yeah. in that Bromley game. But then yes, uh, Saturday he was he was really really good. He showed he showed his real potential. What he's got as yeah. a as a keeper, I thought he was superb with his handling and his kicking and his kicking and 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 his. Uh, uh, punching and his aggression coming for some of those crosses yeah. that were coming in as well, which I guess was kind of one of the big things that he kind of wanted from a goalkeeper to be able to come and yeah. just get over the heads of the defenders and everybody in and around him and try and punch the ball clear. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, obviously the goal was a little bit a sickening, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They were a big team. Mm. They were big and strong, yeah, weren't they? they were. And uh, they loved good crosses. They did put decent crosses in, mate, didn't they? Yeah. And, you know, I, I think he was just a little bit too late to get there. Yeah. He was just on his heels. Yeah, and, he was, wasn't he? But hey-ho, that's yeah. all learning. That's a learning. So it's did... hard for a goalkeeper to, where they learn. Yeah. It's normally a goal, isn't it? So I thought that um, our defence, uh, the back three and... Uh, Joe Walsh in goal were so much more have been so much more uh, resolute and solid over the last few games mm. and obviously we did when we had Mark Beard on here he said that they were working on stuff so much yeah. they? and it's good to see some of that stuff is paying off and I think and that's why we did, that's why I did that poll that's why I included uh, Walsh Joe Cook who I thought was really good again Ed Harris and McShane uh, and certainly McShane had an uh, impact in the first half I yeah. thought he was picking up a lot of the second balls yeah. doing that thing that he does where he reads the game well getting yeah. a lot of the knockdowns and the drops and being yeah. there for that um, not so much in the second half because I think the game was set up so differently in the second half wasn't it definitely they were um, working so hard and they were sh- in the first half we had acres in midfield yeah. and we were getting in those little pockets as you said but second half they were working hard and made an yeah. and that slope did come into yeah, it no I doubt about it, it. and yeah, they just work. They just work better. They work harder, and yeah. we just couldn't get those spaces or little areas that we need that we want. So, um, yeah, and I I fully agree with that. I think yeah, it was definitely one of those um, games of two halves, really, um, as you said to Mark after the game. So we also did that poll 
And Ed Harris got the overwhelming vote on that, over 50% of the vote on that for his Man of the Match um, display. But should he agree with that, Gary? But should he have been on the pitch? Should have been sent off. Yeah, I didn't didn't see what happened there. Obviously... And then he was marking Aqua, the big number 14, mm-hmm. the striker. Yeah. He had his arms around his waist and they went to ground. And the yeah. referee, when I was doing a commentary with Tom Rogers, yeah. and I said, he's got to be booked. He's been booked already. Yeah. He's got to go. Yeah. And I thought the ref went to his back pocket. Right. But I don't know what the ref was doing. And is that what him. Mark was, yeah, Mark was and, mentioning and, in the interview afterwards? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then they said, Fair you know, enough. They were quite gutted. They never got three points. Yeah, I know they were. The, the Neil, the main head supporter I spoke to yesterday, felt a little bit the same. They yeah. were a bit disappointed that they didn't win it. And I saw the interview there. I think it was their assistant manager was yeah. there afterwards, a bit disappointed. Yeah, that they didn't I spoke win. to him as well, um, yeah. And, and their fans up and around us were a bit disappointed. And, and I think you have to look at Dorking now as almost like some of what's gone this season has gone because people are saying, oh, they concede X amount of goals. Why have we not been able to score more? But... We've, we've mixed and matched our defence, we've changed our formation, we've changed our playing personnel. Mm. But what we had on Saturday seems to be a stronger back three with yeah. Walsh and goal behind them as well. Yeah. Um, and and hopefully we might not be as porous as we have been where we've conceded, you know, on average two and a half, three goals a game. Definitely. No, you've got Fuller there, obviously the skipper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got loads of games under yeah. his belt. Harris, another one experienced. And yeah. Cookie, you know, he. I spoke to him on the way out. I said, well played, you know, well done. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, I'm playing on the left. He's, you know, he's right-footed. Mm-hmm. Well, he's both-footed, to be mm-hmm. fair, but he's, yeah. he's right strong. Yeah. And he's playing on the left of yeah. the three. So he's doing a grand job. So, yeah, uh, I think he was he was really good again, wasn't he? Yeah. i tell you what. I did say this to Mark in the interview. We look back on that point at the end of the season and we say, that's a good point. Yes, yeah. yeah. I think we will. I mean, we've come away from some of the games a bit... Disappointed, haven't we? Torquay haven't been 3 1 up, Woking haven't been 3 2 up, and some of those other games. And yet, when you say we've looked, we look back on that and perhaps we'll think actually that was quite a good point, especially how we defended yeah, second, um, half. second half. And I think I think that was why he'd got that vote because he won everything, won all the headers, he was getting in front of his man, he was making it hard for him, wasn't he? Um, and, and then that's that can only be a good thing because really in the last two games, the York game and this game, he's had really good games again, hasn't he? And he's missed periods of the season with head injuries and stuff yeah. and so well, it's well, I do worry he's, about his head I do worry because he there. heads the ball so much yeah. and obviously what's happened in the past I know yeah. the ball was heavier yeah. back in the day but I do I do worry I'm being serious yeah. I do I think I do concern, yeah. it's a concern for me because yeah. he heads the ball well, how many times do you think he heads the ball again? a lot yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot yeah. of time. Yeah. Right? It does it more does. so probably in the national league now yes. than he's done at oh, the national league south level and things like oh, that. Yeah, when they go direct more because of the direct play that a lot of teams do, and also being that middle of the three. 100%. So if, anything, if any diagonals are coming through, yeah. he's kind of the one that's intercepting them and winning yeah. that and heading it away. Even if it's not clean header, yeah. it's a flick or it's sort of heading it away, yeah. or heading it to a teammate or back to the goalie. Yeah, but no, it's it still worry me. Those headers, yeah, that's part of the game. But on the other thing, which on a on a positive note, we've been leading away games. Yeah, they've come. The team's got back. Yeah, then they've gone on and beaten us. Yeah, where Saturday we start, as you keep saying yeah. with the defence. Yeah, we seem to stop. Hopefully, touch wood, we've stopped that, and yeah. and we've we didn't let them see. We didn't yeah. see the second. Yeah, where we might have a few months down the line, we might have done that, might yeah, we? Yeah, that's. That's why, that's why I think it was a good point because I do think that maybe a few weeks ago we may have ended up losing that game. Exactly. Because of one of those long throws or the corners that were coming in in the second half. you know. And, and yes, you can be a brilliant defensive side, but you only have to 
you know, switch off for a second, don't you, with concentration or something, and somebody's scuffed one in off the over the line or something. They said it last night, England. Reflected in, hasn't it, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I do think that we will look back on that as a good point. See, I said that on the England game last night. Roy Keane, he says, sometimes defenders get bored. Yeah. They get bored. Yeah. Let's try something else. Let's yeah. try that little pass yeah. rather than keep doing what they did doing. Yeah. And I thought that was a really good point. Yeah. And especially our standard of football as well. Yeah. And you've got to switch off, like yeah. you say. Just that lapse of concentration, isn't it? Yeah, Look definitely. back over some of the goals that we've conceded this year, and that's a lot of the time. That's all it possibly be down to. Oh. just that momentary lapse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, because most of the time, if a player makes a mistake, yeah, ran in the eighteen-yard box, it could be. It, no, normally, it ends up in a goal. Yeah, mistake. So yeah, yeah no, it'd be interesting yeah. to look back. So, yeah. uh, as you said, we're before by the time we finish. Yeah, this comes out yeah. hand facts, but yeah. what a result there on Saturday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Chesterfield at home by nil. Sets them up, they'll be on a high, and then similarly Chesterfield on Saturday will be wanting to put that right, won't they? Exactly. We've got both those teams yeah. in the next four days. So what are you thinking? What would you take out of those two games? Would you take a point? I think, yeah. I mean, yeah. Both are going to be tough, aren't they? They always are tough on the bodies, tough on the legs, the constant turnover of games. I don't imagine uh, Halifax's pitch is going to be in great shape for tomorrow night. Could be heavy. Uh, could be heavy again. Um, and then, yeah, Chesterfield is one of them. It's a bit of a free hit, isn't it, really? You go to there with no great expectations and you never know what could happen. No. You know, as we've seen in this league, teams can beat other teams, can't they? AFC, AFC Halifax. You know, yeah, yeah. Look at, but look at York at the weekend. They held Wrexham to a draw, didn't yeah, they? Wrexham scored all. late on and, and, and York uh, in added on time, went down the other end and equalised. Yeah. Uh, the guy that just came on, it was pretty much his first touch. Yeah, yeah, I saw uh, that, To yeah. get a draw. Obviously, there was some... Uh, Woking had a good win at the weekend again. Yeah, they're looking uh, good. Barnet had a good win against Wheelstone. So, those sort of clubs are up and around there. So, and we're talking about those teams. We drew at Woking. I know. <laughs> and we beat Barnet away. So, you know, yeah. you look over bigger yeah. picture. You know, yeah. it hasn't been that no. bad, is it? I and know. Down no. the bottom. And I think, Gaz, have you got the league table there yeah. as well, mate? Yeah. I think as well that we are the highest of the newly promoted teams at yes, the moment unless are. York are just above us no York are below us so if we're above York then we're above them and Great Gateshead and Mason aren't we so yeah. the teams that came up from the respective national leagues north and south we're the team yeah, that are up there yeah we're in 16th place yeah. if we get three points tomorrow we jump above uh, AFC Halifax and go up we could even jump above Ball Wood yeah. after 29 we could end up to 12 technically a uh, game in hand isn't it tomorrow? yeah but yeah. like someone said as well from a from about don't worry, from 9th right down to uh, where are we 18th it's only 4 points in, yeah I know, know it's you know, really bunched this it? season is like yeah I think it's, it is everybody seems to be beating everybody yeah. so yeah, uh, it's, it's really interesting bunched. and uh, yeah well good luck to the boys tomorrow so uh, yeah, that was our view of uh, the game on Saturday against Maidenhead. But I did speak to Neil, who is, um, well, he's Maidenhead's secretary. Right, Neil, thanks for joining us. Uh, what is your um, role at Maidenhead, then? I'm the club secretary, James. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so, um, and everything that entails. So uh, that's uh, player contracts and match day arrangements and all that kind of thing. Um, part-time role uh, with the club, which I'm very uh, privileged to, to have, uh, very much enjoy uh, as a supporter. So, yeah, it's great. It's, it's nice to be involved um, right in the in the mix of things. So it's, it's good fun. Yeah. Um, so it's Maidenhead, like, it's been your team for 
as long as you can remember? How did you kind of get into that then through them? I'm not maiden and born and bred. I'm down the road, actually. I was born in Reading. So okay. I used to watch uh, Reading as a youngster. Um, oh. Maidenhead, I started working in Maidenhead in about 2006. Used to go to the odd game anyway uh, here as a, a bit of a ground hop. Mm -hmm. um, 2006, I started working in Maidenhead. So it was uh, very much a case of, oh, great, I can get to some Tuesday games. Tuesday games became Saturday games. Um, if I'm honest with you, um, the pro game, a bit less interest to me these days, really. I will watch the World Cup uh, um, and, and enjoy watching that. But um, football at that level, even uh, championship level, is a bit uh, bit of a TV show, really, rather than anything I can uh, I can really uh, enjoy. I can get my teeth into uh, non-league football. And um, it's like the fact you can mix with people. Um, we don't tend to segregate most of our games. So you, mm -hmm. you get to meet supporters from other clubs. So, uh, yeah, I've, uh, I've not gone back, really. And uh, going from a supporter on the terraces out here <coughs> to um, wearing a club tie on a match day, something I never <laughs> would have believed I'm doing. Or so you can't get the staff, James, unfortunately. <laughs> so, uh, that's where I am. Well, no, that's good. That's good to hear. So, um, so what were your... Uh, so, obviously, you were there yesterday then, Neil. Um, what were yeah. your thoughts on the game yesterday then? Your sort of take thought, on that then? Yeah, I thought, well, I would say this. I think in the end, we're, we're probably a bit disappointed we've not taken all three mm -hmm. um, after a terrible start. Um, I think equally, um, you know, Dawkins will feel they, they, they've got what they deserve as well. Defended well. I, I listened to your manager's interview after the game. He, he felt um, a draw was um, was a fair result. You had the blow of losing um, Taylor, wasn't it, who went off in the first half? Yeah, Josh Taylor, yeah. Uh, he was involved in the goal, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, uh, he was. Yeah, he's, he's ball through for the goal, which was a great yeah. finish. And I yeah. think we thought, oh, hang on, this isn't good. We hadn't played well uh, the previous week at Maidstone. Before then, yeah. we'd been on a re relatively good run of form. Um, I just felt once we got level, um, we've had. You, you know, Dawkins could equally argue there's not been many, many chances we've had. Mm. We've um, hit the hit the crossbar a couple of times, but they were pop shots, really, weren't they? Rather, yeah. Than, rather than clear chances. I think the best yep. chance we had was right at the end. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Sean just couldn't bundle it the right side of the post. So, from a Dawkins point of view, I imagine uh, a, a good point against the side sort of around you in the league. So, you know, I'm happy with how we played. We were much yeah. better yesterday than we were against Maidstone. So, uh, onwards to a hard game next week. Yeah, yeah, obviously you've got Notts County coming to your yeah. ground you, next week. <laughs> yeah. So you were saying earlier there, Neil, about like that sort of seg will you be doing segregation for that? Is that something that we, you will have we to look will. To do, we or? will segregate Notts County. The only reason being is that um they will have eight hundred tickets. They've asked to pre-sell their tickets. As you're aware, we normally sell on the day. Mm -hmm. Um our supporters quite like non-segregation, they quite like being able to go behind either goal. Yeah, um, the Dawkins fans yesterday were great. Um, no issues at all. Just mm -hmm. to show that um, supporters from, from from two clubs can mix. Yeah, the reason we tend to do it is more of a crowd control thing, really, than anything personal against any of the clubs. I think we're one of the few that, that don't segregate now. To be honest, okay. With you. So listen, every club's got their own um, you know way of managing things. It's, it's it's not the easiest ground, really, York Road to. To manage things at it's very basic uh very old crowned um mm -hmm. so in some ways it's easier to let people um get around and, and do what they want to do but sometimes it's it's just a matter of crowd control if it's big numbers yeah yeah well so, so 
that kind of linked me in nicely to what you were saying about the ground then yesterday, uh, uh, having been there yesterday for the first time. So obviously, from you, your personal point of view, you know, you probably you probably absolutely love it there. But I mean, is there any sort of upgrades or anything that's going to have to happen to the ground? Or <laughs> I mean, I'm just like putting that out there, you know, because I mean. For me personally, it, it was you know it's, it is what it is. You turn up at these places and you and you you get all sorts, don't you? As you will know, yes. having gone up through the non the national league and the south yeah. and everything as well, and yeah. and it yeah. kind of reminds you of other grounds, doesn't it? It certainly reminded people yesterday of other grounds that we've been to over the last yeah. few years. Um, but that side around where the changing rooms are and all along that little bit there is kind of a, a sort of a bit of an anomaly with that. Um, AstroTurf bit under that cover that presumably was a stand at one point. That's right. It, there was a stand that side where the changing rooms uh, um, are now. Was a, a lovely old wooden stand which was burned down about thirty-six years ago, oh, and um, right. the club have never replaced it um, until um, the stand on the far side mm -hmm. uh, was built in twenty fourteen. Um, we, we wouldn't have had the the seat capacity to to host national league football and. To be honest with you, for most of our history, that's not been a problem. But um, <laughs> Alan Devonshire coming back to work miracles. He's somehow got us into this big league. Mm. I'm sure you're enjoying it as well. Yeah. Um, it is a big league. We are going to move grounds. So, oh, wow. Um, yeah. So that <laughs> upgrade is, is, is the word. We're going to be moving, um, all being well, about a mile, half a mile, actually, out of town um, to uh, a place, a site called Braywick. Okay. Uh, where the rugby club are based, and there's a couple uh, of sports hub there already. I think I came. So, I think I came through there on the way yesterday because the you probably would have shut. You probably would have. We went yeah. along past there, and there was a lot of land out there, and um, indeed, yeah, along the the side of the road. I think, yeah, that does ring a bell from yesterday. That's that's exactly right. You, you've you've realised that the rugby club are, and we would be kind of near neighbours uh, with, <laughs> with them. So uh, that's in the future. Um, yeah. You know that that's perhaps a couple of years away. It's very difficult to host some, particularly the bigger clubs in this league here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, rightfully they've got bigger expectations of you know what they need for their staff and and things like that. Stuff we struggle to accommodate with. Um, the more away supports the merrier. Uh, yeah, uh, frankly, it's not like we've got a huge uh, fan base that's um, selling out the ground every week. It's grown mm -hmm. um, uh, as we've as we've come up uh, through the divisions, but. Um, yeah, that's coming in the future. Um, two sort of mixed feelings about it. We love the place, but yeah. we can equally quite kind of see what the club are wanting to do, uh, safeguard the club's future. We've got to stay at this level. Um, we're already working, like yourselves, with uh, behind the back in terms of the part-time status of the club. It's our choice. Yeah. Um, but it does make it harder, as you've, yeah. as you've seen as well. So... Yeah, watch this space. You, you could be visiting a, a brand new ground in a couple of years. Oh wow, yeah. So all that, all that history then. That's uh, the thing. Yeah. Um, That's the thing. So, so, uh, so are you part time then, Neil, as well? Yes. Maidenhead part time. Yeah. The plan. We're start. a part time club, like yourselves. Yeah. Stand your part time as well. Yeah. yeah it's a part time setup. I think you know. I don't want to speak for the for the chairman and, and the CEO and the manager, but um, you know. <laughs> We frankly are really punching in the league in terms okay. of staying amongst some big clubs and even clubs that we played regularly in previous years have, have mm -hmm. really grown. The likes of Boreham Wood and Woking and teams like that have gone full-time. 
Uh-huh. So it's 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 a hard slog. And um, if the worst were to happen, we were to go down. You know, four teams have got to go. We we could quite easily be one mm-hmm. of them. It's easier to reverse or easier to carry on being part time than reverse full time into a sure. back to a part time model. So it's just a club being cautious, really. Um, I think with the ground move, uh, hopefully around the corner, uh, things may change. And you know, when you move to new facilities, you'd hope for a, a bounce in crowds as well. But um, yeah, it's just staying in the division, which I'm, I'm sure is, is probably Mark White's ambition as well, I guess, for for, for Dorking as well. So uh, it's it's hard. It's a tough. Yeah, thing. yeah. I think um, I think yeah, the club and and everybody associated with the club at Dorking was. Would have just wanted some stability this year to sort of stay yeah. in that division and and Indeed. try and try and be in it, yeah. Because yeah. there's a real bottom. You remind me and... as a club and as you know the playing staff and things like that. You know, there's a, a couple of players I'd earmarked in your team um, um, in terms of people to look out for. Um, so uh, the uh, the lads you signed from Bracknell, uh, Bowerman. Bracknell, oh yeah, very low. Uh, low didn't play. Yeah. We didn't, didn't play. And then, uh, <laughs> then Rutherford as well. Um, oh, yeah. Both out injured, unfortunately. With, yeah. I, I must admit, I took one look at the team sheet. Oh, that's handy. Uh, <laughs> two players. But, you, you know, you've got plenty of quality um, there. But what I would say, I think coming up, you remind me of when we came up five years ago. Mm-hmm. Perhaps not a club of household names. You know, we all remember the uh, Oldham uh, owner saying Dorking who? Yeah, and where's that? Joking yeah. around, but... Yeah, yeah. teams, isn't it? Expected. Yeah. Maybe even we expected one season. Um, and that's not being, you know, humble about things. It's, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's it's a really tough standard. It's unforgiving, you know? It's yeah. 46-game season, uh, full-time teams with some real financial backing behind them. Yeah. You remind me, you know, with that effort yeah. and endeavour and you're going to be absolutely fine. You're going to stay up this season and and hopefully we do the same and, you know, we can enjoy some games in, in the years to come. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was certainly, um, it was nice to, to to drive to your ground and not have to go too far. And I must admit yeah. that the early kickoff meant that I was back home and it wasn't too late or anything <laughs> yesterday yeah. afternoon getting home. Yeah. Um, because, yeah. as you know, you know, when you go from the south into the national, it, it really does... Um, exaggerate some of the distances you're travelling. You know, we had yeah. Oldham early on. We had we've had Scunthorpe away, and yeah. some of these other grounds. We had uh, Torquay was rearranged for a Wednesday night a few weeks yes. ago, and um, yeah, yeah. we've got Halifax Tuesday away, which is yes. uh, at the fourth time. Hopefully, the fourth yes. time lucky. So yes. um, yeah, yeah, sort yes, of. Like you will get those hand. Tuesday night trips. Um, we've got Altrincham in a couple of weeks as well on a Tuesday. Yeah, so. yeah, we did that got, one as well. Yeah, yeah, and, and we've got. And, and I'm sure you'll have the same thing. So our captain, for instance, he's a he's a tree surgeon. Right. So yeah. he's up until you know when we get back from um, uh, and he part owns the business. So when mm-hmm. we get back from Altrincham at you know God knows what time o'clock, he'll be up at six yeah. uh, and doing a very dangerous and demanding yeah. job. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, those trips are sort of part of the fun, aren't they? They maybe wears off a bit after um, a few years. <laughs> but yeah. I don't think it will, actually. I still look at some uh, of those games as, as, as real, like, cup ties. You know, they're yeah. great to play uh, Chesterfield and a, and a Wrexham. You know, it's um, a yeah. good, good, good experience. And, you know, it's um, you're really up against it, against some of those big clubs, big crowds in and getting on the referee's back. It's Yeah, definitely. And, and- you feel your pain. And I think, um, and I think, because I, I, I sort of thought yesterday, 
because I thought defensively we were quite resilient yesterday and we yeah, haven't always been that. And I and I saw yeah. some of your supporters saying, come on, this sort of conceded X amount of goals. Why haven't we scored more goals? But I'd, I'd noticed in the, because you, you don't sort of score many either anyway, do you really? You haven't got sort of a massive amount of sort of goals for tally this season. But I did think that we defended quite resolutely and perhaps as even as early as maybe a month ago, six weeks ago, we probably would have lost that game yesterday mm. because we weren't as solid. You know, the lad that played on the left side of our back three, Joe Cook has come in on loan from Chesterfield. Walsh is on loan, the keeper from QPR, um, who made some really good saves, especially in the first half. Yeah. He made a couple of really yeah. good saves and he's only young as well. Um, so we've had to sort of use the loan market and try and, because we were just conceding, you know, I, yeah. I text a friend of mine when we were one nil up yesterday, saying we'd gone one nil up, and he said, "Well, we only need three more then, to because we were needing to sort of score four to try and win." Because we've we've drawn a couple of games ridiculously. We've drawn a couple of games three all this season. Yeah, the Torquay games one, wasn't it? Yeah, Torquay, Woking, we drew three all in both those games. Yeah. Um, so I did think that defensively we were quite resolute yesterday because it was it was lots of um, balls into the box, wasn't there? And you got long throws and things like that, yeah. and set pieces. Yeah. Uh, the in-swinging corners from either side. I thought the guy that played on the right for you, but was a sort of like an inverted winger with the blonde hair, the one that hit the crossbar, had it's a really, really, yeah, really good left foot on him um, and was cutting in on that left foot and opening things up. Um, and as the other, as, as was the other guy on the, the left-hand side, Nathaniel George as well, yes. he used to be at Crawley, didn't he? And, um, That's right. He, um, we've we've it, done well to find him. He, he was out of contract and they had a look at him in kind of early season and they've snapped him up and he, he's done well. But yeah. I, I'd agree with what you say. I, I thought, you know, I, I felt overall we we a little disappointed we not won the game. But mm. from your point of view, as you say, you have defended resolutely. And, you know, pot shots against the crossbar, uh, balls in and around the box but I thought you defended great and, and yeah. that's a good point that keeps you within you know spitting distance of, of us you, you'll look at us as one of the teams to, to finish above um, you know rightly so um, so yeah I, th- I think you're absolutely right I thought you, you, you did defend well I thought um, I thought Walter would cut in um, yeah. as we you know we started very slowly in the last 20 mm. minutes of the first half we, we started to look a, a little better that, that was a key save I thought if we'd gone in at one all I, I don't know. It, it yeah. made a bit, a bit of a difference. Maybe. Yeah, definitely. Does the does, does the slope have much? Do the players speak about the slope after the matches or Alan Devonshire himself or anything and they get used to it or do you find it's it from opposition, it? opposition we, managers surprised and stuff? By the slope? A, little surprised bit, by a little bit because you just yeah. sort of don't, you don't see too many, do you? But you do go, you know, some places and you sort of see the side to side off Wheelstone off the top of my head sort yes. of goes side to side, doesn't it? And a yeah. few others as well. But um from top to bottom like that and, and certainly being at that bottom end first half and then walking around to the top end second half, you yeah. feel like you have gone uphill a little bit but yeah. it's just going round. <laughs> it's, it's interesting for our players because they've just become used to it. Um, yeah. So what Dev likes to do, he does like us to have a couple of pre-season friendlies at home so any mm-hmm. new players he brings in can get used to it. Now, yeah. there's always the argument about when we can get the pitch ready and all that kind of thing. Yeah. That's yeah. always fun in games yeah. uh, behind the scenes. Uh, it was interesting though because that for the second uh, home game running, uh, the opposition have turned us around. So, yeah. we actually okay. like going up the hill uh, in the second half. Okay, um, right. So whether that was a, a conscious thing. Maybe they knew that, yeah. Yeah, possibly. You know, an, an absolutely fair play because... Mm. Um, 
supporters really they like going behind the shirt and end in the second half as well yeah so, yeah we're a bit like you know, that it, at our it, ground as well yeah. Yeah, yeah it actually makes the atmosphere more muted yeah so they used to kick in now they talk about you know the bell street end of the second Going up half towards those, yeah 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 so you know it, 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 I, and that sounds a, a, a silly thing to say but i think i think it does make a difference and i think our players are, are used to it and, and we play to our strengths and we play direct and we get the ball out wide um Sometimes when opposition teams come, their first visit, they're a bit like, hang on, where the hell are we here? Not yeah. so much yourselves, because you've come up through the yeah, divisions. Yeah, played, played on pitches like that, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think there's any snobbishness. I don't no. think it's even snobbishness. I think it's... um. I think from some of the bigger clubs, it's they're just not used to it, are they? Yeah, no, you know, the, no, they're not. One of the ones no. that sticks to my head was um, the first season we're in this league, Tranmere Rovers. Okay. They were pre-season favourites to win it. We'd just mm-hmm. come up. We played them in September. It peaked down with rain. The supporters got wet. Uh, we won it 1-0. With a goal. Uh-huh. The players, when they turned up, they are almost mentally 1-0 down when they look at the change rooms are tiny. Yeah. Um, facilities and stuff early. You're very polite. Right. It's a ground. We've got it again. I've had a conference south ground. Um, so, yeah, we do have to play to those uh, strengths at home. But we've been in the division a few years now, and I think people kind of know what we're all about a little bit more so yeah. it's more of a level yeah. playing field. yeah sure and you've had you've hosted a couple of FA Cup first round games as well haven't you at home against yes. I just saw against Coventry and uh, Rotherham Coventry was away we was played away, Coventry at home okay yeah. and Rotherham yeah. Port Vale yeah uh-huh. we just had that quality in those games really they were all against League One side yeah uh, we did well in them you know, we started well and got flying at the top of League One at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, they've gone off the ball a bit, a little bit since then, but they were flying a little desperate for promotion. Mm-hmm. They didn't, they didn't manage it. They, they battered us. But yeah, we've had some first round ties, but we've not been past the first round. No, forty odd years, so no. uh, bit of a sore point, really. Oh yeah. no, same with us. We've never had an FA Cup run at all. No, really. What's the furthest no. you've got? Well, the furthest we've got is where we came in at this at this year, the first round yeah. against, yeah. and then we played. We got drawn against Eastleigh, and we were one yeah, up against them at half time, and we lost three one. And so we're it's out. a horror draw. <laughs> so yeah, yeah we, nothing against Eastleigh. Same division, club. yeah, absolutely. And, and you, you don't want to and, play a and team. no, and and you, um, yeah, no, we've never had that kind of um, uh, sort of um, recognition or spotlight come to us in terms yeah. of. Uh, a live game or do the draw from Dawkins or anything like that you know because it'll come round though yeah I mean uh, eventually it might do yeah you hope so I mean, and, and even the FA Trophy this year we got Yeovil away <laughs> a week before uh, Christmas so yeah you've had that jinx uh, twice was, then that's what you don't want is it no no, no Mark was so lovely. yeah no Mark was hoping we would um, maybe just get a home home game for that because we do have yeah. between now and Christmas we do have a few away games coming up a few away games we've got um, Halifax and then we've got Chesterfield and yeah. then we've got uh, Maidstone at home Yeah, and then we're into that uh, then we've got Yeovil and then we've got Eastleigh over Christmas and New Year where we've got them home yeah. and away and yeah. then we're back into that cycle of second game against everybody it's amazing how quickly it's gone it feels Indeed. like you know where scary, isn't it? Maidenhead scary, isn't it? and um and uh, Halifax Tuesday are the kind of last two to really sort of tick off. And then it's yeah. the Eastleigh fixtures over Christmas, but we have actually already played them in the cup. Uh, right. and, and then it's um, in the new year, it's um, 
back to Oldham at home and it only feels like five minutes ago we went up there for the first yeah. away game of the season yeah. Um, yeah. when they did have the when the new owner had just come in so um, it yeah, has gone, gone quick yeah it's not gone well for them since though is it so they're no the it hasn't no to, uh, I think uh, that's a big club isn't it this level yeah very so, uh, yeah very we, we drew with them at home we probably should have won that game as well right. you'd expect these bigger clubs to have a bit of a now, them and Scunthorpe at the bottom, you'd expect, blimey, surely they can't go down again. But um, being oh. selfish here, we need to finish above four teams. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you say, it's um, now you've got a bit more under your belt what some of those things are about. They'll also know you a little better as well. Mm-hmm. You always find with the Christmas game, um, the New Year game, that's tough on it because playing the same team twice okay. yeah you know there's players that are going to remember who's got stuff like yeah yeah you know, yeah yeah you know, yeah 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 yeah. So, what are your hopes for the rest of the season, then, Neil, for for Maidenhead to sort of to stay in the league and take some scalps on the way, kind absolutely. of like us, really? Absolutely. Yeah. Probably similar. I think Dev wants um, fifty points. Um, uh huh. Twenty-eight now. Yeah. Seven and a half wins um, in the second half of the season. Uh, yeah, and it, it sounds really earnest, doesn't it? It sounds like being really, you know, humble about. But it is, and I'm sure it's the same for you guys as well. Let's get to those 50 points. We love being in this league. And I'm mm. sure you've enjoyed it as well. Yeah, massively. It's great. Yeah. Some days are difficult, but uh, we love being in this league and staying in there. The FA Trophy, we've got Hemel away. Okay. Um, south side. So, mm-hmm. you know, we know them relatively well. Yeah. Uh, we've had them looked at, as they always do. Got a couple of players lovely that to used to play for them, haven't you? I think, have anyway, you? you've got... A- Somebody that used to play for them in your time? Well, us from Hemel. Yeah. Yes, we have. You're absolutely right. Yes, Cole, who played left back for... That's right. Um, yes, yeah. he is. Yes, right. He, he is yeah. from uh, from Hemel. Um, we've exchanged players a little bit with him in the past. Yeah. It's a relatively local one. Yeah, it is, isn't to it? To get yeah. to our game, yeah. it'll be decided on the day, you know, which, mm. is, which is always um, a bit more mm. jeopardy, isn't there? But it'll be lovely to have a run in that. Yeah. You know, it, we've seen... Um, I've got a, a mate who's a Bromley fan. They won it oh, okay. last year. Yeah. Um, so, you know... A bit of money as well, isn't it? Club. And finances. Absolutely. And for the, we're a good for club. Maybe winning, not loads through. bigger yeah. maybe than we are. Yeah. So, you know, if, if they can do it and have a run, that'd be yeah. great. But yeah. I would settle for boring old 50-odd points <laughs> and uh, do it again next year, you know? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, play yourselves again, hopefully, and, and some of these great clubs that we come up against. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's what we're we're all looking forward to as well. Standing in the league, I did. I looked again earlier. Actually, I think I think we are above York now after the uh, result, even though they got. But we're we're obviously of the newly promoted clubs. We're the one that are the highest in the league um, from yeah. our, ourselves, Maidstone, Gateshead, yeah. and York. You know, and and that was with a relatively short pre-season as well, and trying yeah. to get players in because of the uh, playoffs. You know, no sooner would we 
won that playoff that it seemed to be back to pre-season. And, yeah. and as you know yourself, being a part-time team, it's quite difficult to bring players in, isn't it? Because it is. Yeah, it is. you can't offer them full-time football. Um, so the scope isn't there necessarily to just go and pick and choose people that are out of contract or looking That's to move on from other clubs because you can't offer them that. Yeah, it's a smaller pool, isn't it, you're picking from. And, yeah. you know, you... <laughs> Also, you're unlikely to tempt someone from the other end of the country to play for you because yeah. they can't make it worth their while. So you, no. you're literally looking in a, in a small pool, in a small geographical pool. But yeah. it is what it is, isn't it? And you know, yeah. you, Mark White would have known yeah. that um, beforehand. He's worked some um, worked a similar sort of uh, circuit, I guess. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. It's, yeah. Um, it's uh, which which the big big boys have you still got to go away to? You've got to go to Wrexham still, haven't Chesterfield, you? Chesterfield, Wrexham, and Notts County. Yeah, yeah Chesterfield, just the Wrexham. big three then. Yeah, just those three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those three. Uh, we've still got to go to. So we've also played Solihull away, but yeah, I mean those three just instantly roll off. We've got Chesterfield next Saturday uh, on yeah. the tenth. I can't make that one, but then uh, Wrexham and Notts County in the new year. Yeah. which will be popular trips for people to go to on yeah, yeah, supporters yeah. coaches and the club have done a sort of a deal with us all our supporters coaches for all away games are just uh, capped at 20 quid now so oh, brilliant yeah so they were different uh, prices but now they're 20 quid no matter where we're going so Unfortunately, right. there isn't one running for Gateshead, but um, all the other When's ones. That one? uh, that's in January. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, January. That's the one you, you definitely want that on. That's the you um, that's the one that the team and everything are flying up to. Yeah, um, you don't that want that one. one being called off. Do you? <laughs> oh, yeah, end up on a Tuesday ahead. night going, or something. No, you going up to that one? Uh, I'm not sure yet. I might try and get up to that one, but. Uh, the other ones, yeah, I mean, I've only missed a couple of games all season so far. Um, so, yeah, uh, there's lots of good grounds and lots of good games to go to. And I think I Maidenhead fans have felt this as well. But it's been friendly being in this league, being relatively yeah. new. It's been, you know, I think opposition fans are a little bit intrigued by us, this club that have come up and read a little yeah. bit about us or found out a little bit about us and, yeah. and seem to sort of think it's quite a, an interesting story because despite what people will try and say and on social media and things. We don't have uh, a, a, you know, a rich sugar daddy and stuff. So much of it is done uh, through local sponsors, local people putting yeah. money in and things Good like model. that. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and just, you know, look at clubs like South End, look at Scunthorpe, you know, they're in, I read today, so all of South End Academy's matches have been called off today because the coaches and everybody hasn't been paid. You know, and, and Scunthorpe as well. You've got people that aren't being paid at these clubs, these chairmen. It's, yeah, it's, it's not great, is it? Because they're, they're big-ish clubs. They've played in the yeah. championship yeah. for those. And, um, you know, I don't want to speak ill of, of other clubs. We've got enough to worry about here. But what's going on where you, you can't you know, afford to pay people? That's, no. that's a, a terrible situation. And, um, you know, yourselves and, and, and Maidenhead as well, or yourselves on the, on the, on the face of things, I... You know, I, I can't speak for other clubs, but certainly ourselves as, as well. We, we we pay our way, and we, we you know we, yeah. we live within our without without our means, and, and and the long term future of the club's the main thing, isn't it? You know, you've yeah. got a club in fifty hundred years. Yeah. Um. There's no point sort of um sailing off with 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 big ambitions and then you know crashing and burning. No. 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 Not at all. No. These. It's, it means so much to so many people. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a plaything for the fans and the people that go week in, week out and spend their yeah. money there. 
It was um, good. It was great away support yesterday. We noticed everyone sort of turned up in red and white colours. Good numbers. Yeah. Good yeah. Vocal support. It was great, you know. And, yeah. and 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 doing that deal with the coach travel is going to encourage the next generation of support, isn't it? Don't, yeah. You know. Yeah. Very much so. Be, uh, a win. Yeah, I mean, uh, for those for those ones in the new year, Wrexham, Notts County, you'd expect that the coaches would be pretty much full for those, and yeah. and yeah. and lots of people make their own way as well and drive up. You know, I drove across yesterday, and yeah. came, people came on the train, and it, and it's and it's good, and we've got that because of our sort of thing with bunch of amateurs and everything that we have. People want to come on yeah. uh, along and watch and have a photograph with Mark and things like that as well, and and yeah. sort of watch the club that they've sort of seen on. YouTube, so yep. sort of see it for real. So, um, but yeah, it was good yesterday. It's good turnout of supporters that were there. Um, yeah, which was good. Yeah, and and generally that's always the way, you know. And whether we lose yeah, five, five nil or we we win or whatever, we we stand there and clap the players <laughs> off at the end and stuff. And we're kind of all it's kind of all in it together. Do you know what I mean? It's that kind of mentality where you're sort of all in it together. And and if and if they've lost and stuff, they do genuinely look disappointed when they come over almost a bit like, sorry that we weren't better for you today, kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's and important. I think that's yeah. really important that togetherness. I think when you haven't got, you know, the advantages that some other clubs have got, and again, no disrespect to them, um, that kind of thing's important, that unity. Yeah. Um, I think we have it pretty well here. Um, we're a few seasons down the line now, so if you'd be a few yeah. grumbles, you know, yeah. you heard perhaps people saying, Why aren't we beating this team? Because as you said earlier, yeah. conceding lots of goals. Yeah. We've got no divine right to roll up and <laughs> expect to beat anyone in this league. So that, that will really stand you in good stead, that kind of that that close relationship. That that will be worth yeah. worth a few points, I think. Yeah, no, it's it's good and I kind of really enjoyed really enjoyed this season, you know, just coming in and seeing a lot of it with fresh eyes because it's all new. Yeah. You yeah. know, other other than other than Maystone, who we came up with, and we played against yeah. uh, Bromley, and we played Bromley, Barnet, and Southend before in FA trophies and things like that. But yeah. you know, this is all now in the same division, so that so it's well. And then then towards the end of the season, because I'm, I'm absolutely certain you're going to be fine. You know, it's easy for me to say that and, 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 <laughs> and that here, but I, I think you'll get before you. You've beaten Notts County and yeah. I thought York were decent. They won here. So I know they've had a, a bad run recently, but mm-hmm. they'll be well backed. Yeah. So, you know, they're 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 um they're 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 clubs that um you know you you've you've sort of mixed it with and, and, and yeah. done very well again. So, you know, yeah. you credit. I think you're gonna be absolutely fine. Yeah. Uh, then a few years down the line you'll uh you'll get some people moaning when you're not beaten such <laughs> yeah. yeah. and uh so football supporters are fickle in the way, but also loyal to, to, yeah. to the core and they want to, uh, to do well, don't they? They, uh, yeah. they they want to be entertained, but they want a result as well. It's uh, results business, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, well, it was really, really interesting to speak to you, Neil. Thanks so Thank much you. for giving That's up good. your Sunday evening. No um, so you're coming to, I think your game with us isn't until March of next year, actually, is it? At, um, well, that's right. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. That's a new ground for me. Um, yep. Some of our longer term supporters can remember Dorking FC playing yep. at, uh, at Meadow Bank, and yep. we're aware of the, the history. I'm told it's a, it's a really nice ground. A really On the nice same stuff. site. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So looking forward to that. As, as you know, you, you, you've you've got that um, enjoyable bit of ground hopping to do where you're ticking <laughs> yeah. off your, yeah. your, your, your Chesterfields and your, yeah. your Wrexhams. I've, I've yep. ticked them a few times now, but um, Meadow Bank will be new for me. 
and the new year as will York as well, their new ground. So yep. there's always yep. something to look forward to. I'm always Yeah, to definitely. And hopefully by the time I'm not sure of the exact date, but hopefully by the time you come to ours, because we're redeveloping the away end to because it's just flat standing at the moment. So right. sort of put a bit of terracing in there and a cover and yep. everything so that people can actually see because because the club's just grown so quick that the ground yeah. hasn't been able to keep up and um, yeah. it's, it's flat standing so you yeah. have to get there early <laughs> to be able to see well, otherwise I'm all right. I'm six no, unless you're really plus, tall so I'll, yeah unless you're I'll, tall I'll yeah. go at the back and you'll be listen, you'll be fine <laughs> it is what it is James you know I, I go to a lot of grounds I'm not gonna you know turn we're, we're not I don't think a fan base turns out no but Places because we're fairly <laughs> modest out here, you know. So it's uh, we haven't got a lot to, to crow about. In fact, I think it's it's quite funny when uh, you read through a, a Twitter uh, timeline after games, for the, the bigger clubs uh, saying, oh, "Blimey, what a place that was!" And, um, yeah, you know, there's, 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 I don't think there's any snobbery from us in in that way. I'm sure. No, no, nice definitely local, not. Well, isn't it? So nice local trip. That'll yeah. do me nicely. Yeah, perfect. No, no, I really appreciate that. Well, I wish you all the best for the rest of the season, Neil. Thank you. Um, big James. game next Saturday. Obviously, I hope yeah. it all goes all well off the pitch as well as on it as well. Yeah, we've With, played knots uh, a few times now. Yeah. Yeah, we've played them a few times now. They bring good support down. No yeah. issues. You know, they're passionate uh, supporters. We will segregate that one. I'm sure it will go without a hitch. Uh, their form terrifies me. But I worry. <laughs> yeah. I worry about that next <laughs> yeah. week, mate. No, yeah, worry about that. See if yeah. you can see if you can kick up your first half and second half. Yeah, possibly, <laughs> possibly. They, the players do prefer it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. See, see what we can see. What we can uh, see. What we can negotiate. Indeed. Brilliant. Any advice Thank, we can get? Yeah. Thank you so much for giving up your Sunday evening, mate. Right. So uh, after uh, hearing from Neil uh, at Maidenhead. Back here now, and we've got. Do you want to introduce yourselves, ladies? I'm Lou Cooper, the manager of Dorkin. Yeah, uh, I'm Cindy Colliver, I'm the centre back of it. Right, nice to meet you both. Um, so, we've had some questions, we'll get to them in a bit. But, Lou, tell us about your journey to becoming Dorkin Wanderers ladies manager. So, it was a few years ago, we I'd stopped playing and um, met up with uh, a guy called Will, um, who was at Mole Valley. And we were there for a season or two, um, and they've got a big, a big youth set up, and it was their first time in adults football. And then we then decided to become Dorking because of you know what Dorking can offer mm-hmm. us. Um, and then I took a slight back seat when we first came over to Dorking. Yep. Uh, Will was the manager, and then Kat Brown became manager. And I was just the goalkeeping coach. Just the goalkeeping coach. Just the goalkeeping <laughs> coach, yeah. Um, and because, because I was a player and a goalkeeper um, for many years. And did that. And then obviously the back end of last year was offered the role as the ladies manager. Yeah. Um, and been doing that since. So not, not quite a year yet. So, okay. sorry. So that, that was your first managerial job then? I did do the Surrey County ladies, but they were just sort of ad hoc games, uh, probably about sort of six or seven seasons, some years back. But I was quite late in finishing mm. playing football. So although I'd got my badges, I'm a UEFA B coach, I um, was still playing, so didn't manage. And then I became player manager at Sutton um, and then looked after the development. So I was the manager of development at Sutton and then 
Mile Valley. Oh, right. And then so, Dorking was the, the yeah. first sort of big role for me on, on my own. See, I've got an assistant and a head coach there, but that was for me my first first role. Okay, thank you. And you got your badges as well. Yeah, got my UA for B badge about six years ago. You just got to keep topping it up. Well, possibly, yeah. possibly one day go for my A license, but obviously it takes a lot of. Um, when you're working full time oh, and yeah. you're and you're coaching, mm-hmm. you know, Sundays yeah. and obviously Tuesdays and Thursdays takes a lot of time up. So if you're going to do a badge as well, it's it's um, you know, yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be UA for license, but I haven't. That was years ago, but I don't know whether you have to keep topping it up to to keep that standard, do you or not? So you have to do sort of CPD um, um, sort of courses, which are really helpful. I mean, the Surrey FA run them. Yeah, it's just really good to sort of refresh your memory on certain things. But um, obviously, the next step would be an A license. Yes, yeah, you don't really need that, I think. No, not not really. Not not at this. Obviously, so it's not team. a requirement. Then it's not a mandatory. No, no, not at all. Out. I mean, there are there are managers and coaches that are in you know the tier above, and actually even two tiers above that that are the level two, yeah, which is yeah. one below the UA for yeah. B. So you don't necessarily need it, but obviously, you know, it's good to have as much knowledge yeah. as you can, and that's why yeah. the CPD courses are really important. Mm-hmm. Okay. So thank you. Cindy? Yeah. So your background into getting to Dawkins? Um, so I've been playing since I was a kid, basically. Um, and then I I worked with um, Kerry and Lou at Sutton, mm-hmm. um, which is my previous club. Um, but I played for other teams like AFC Wimbledon, um, Tuna Mitchum, and kind of like highest tier fives where I played before. Yeah. Um, and I was um, captain at Sutton last year. We got promoted. Um but from my perspective, I needed a change just because of where I was in my okay. own space. So yeah. um, I reached out to, to Kevin and said, do you need a new defender? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I kind of come down and joined from there. Yeah. But um, we played against Dawkins last year, so yeah. I kind of saw the yeah, setup, yeah. saw so, what yeah. they were about and yeah. stuff. So, so yeah. you joined Dawkins at the start of this season? Yes, the yeah. start yeah. of this season. Yeah. Are, you, are you the graphic designer as well? I am a graphic designer. Yeah, I see yeah. that. Yeah, so that is your... <laughs> Other job that you do, my full time job, full-time my job. real life job. Yeah, real life, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I see that. I did look have a little look up like graphic designer. So uh, yeah. your own business, isn't it? Uh, no, so I do that. I work for Transport for London. Oh, I did Transport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So obviously you're busy, or you're on strike? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> never on strike. Me, but um, yeah. If they, they decide to rock up, then we'll yeah. do some work. <laughs> yeah, they're busy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's brilliant, isn't it? And, at least that takes a bit different to football, obviously. Very it different. takes you away yeah. and, uh, you know, you're doing something else, obviously, and it's that clears your mind a little bit, do you feel? Yeah, I mean, football can be quite full on. Like, especially when, like, results don't go your way at the weekend or whatever, and then it kind of, yeah, like, changes up. You only still get the Monday morning blues if, like, it doesn't go to sure. on Sunday. Yeah. But, um, yeah, a bit of a distraction to kind of get yourself back going. How was it on Sat on Monday after today after drawing nil nil with Whiteley? Bit with that's a shocker, isn't it? But I on the league, go, I didn't go out the front door today. To be honest with you, <laughs> the poor postman got it. Um, <laughs> you haven't got a dog when you beat him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just, I mean, you hit it absolutely, you know, bang on. Um, it didn't go our way. It, you know, we whatever we tried, we just couldn't break him down. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's it's football. You know, sometimes you, results don't always go your way. It's just how you reflect and learn from it and move on yeah. um you know we're still we're still in a great position um but as we as we spoke about it yesterday you know teams are to, to take points off us that's 
that's what that's what they're going to do. That's yeah. for them. Well, they're fighting, that's, isn't they? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And any any you know they've seen they've seen obviously you know the documentary. They've seen what we're about at Dawkins. They've seen what direction we're going in. And for them to actually take any team to take a point of us, yeah. or even to sort of keep the score down in certain games, you know that's a big result for them. And you know we know when we played a tier four side. Um, Chelsea um, a week or two or a few about a month or two ago now um, in the in the FA Cup you know we got a, a, we lost the game yeah. by one but yeah. it was a massive result for us so yeah. we can we can understand how teams in our league are, yeah. are doing exactly the same thing yeah. because you, you get that reward but you know like I said you you have to sort of reflect when I mean, we had mm-hmm. A few injuries on the day yesterday. Um, we had uh, two players pull out last minute, oh, just okay. just due, mm. due to circumstances. Right. So um, that happens. That happens yeah. in football. I'm sure yeah. it happens to the other teams. When yeah. they play at Church, uh, Dan Church Lanesdale on that yeah. horrible three G. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, horrible three G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a difficult pitch. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, you know, I'm not blaming the pitch. I'm just no, no, it. we can blame everything. It just didn't go our way, and um, decisions didn't go our way um, and uh, as I said you know that's football yeah. you have to just take yeah. it on the chin and move on yeah. definitely you're still in a good position though, aren't you? absolutely and we, we weren't games in hand we're and... not naive enough to think that we're going to go throughout the whole season and not drop points yeah. it's just it's just you know how you reflect on that and yeah. how you move on and you know if mistakes were made um, correct them they do lose absolutely absolutely I mean you know sometimes we yeah. were just saying weren't we about the men's game yeah. on Saturday. Sometimes it's just about at the end of the season. If you can look back and reflect on that, I think actually circumstances it wasn't such a bad point. People point have dropped game. out. People have dropped out, yeah. and things didn't run our way. And another day, something could have gone wrong for us at the other end of the pitch because you know somebody could have shinned one in or scuffed one in off a corner or something, and you've ended up conceding and ended up losing the game. So you haven't lost, and you Absolutely. come away with points. So. And that's happened. I mean, yeah. you know, that's happened to us before, where you know we've completely dominated and probably had about thirty shots on target. Yeah. And then teams are still in it, and then they go up the other end, and they just make a chance yeah. out of nothing, and yeah. then they score. That yeah. that just happens. It's frustrating, but it happens. Yeah. It's, as you say, it's, yeah. it's when you sort of learn to, you know, take the point or go on mm-hmm. um, and try and win the game. Yeah. Um, before we sort of talk about that a little bit more, then, so Lou, obviously you've got quite a good pedigree in football, haven't you? Won the FA Cup. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. FA Cup and, about that. and league, actually. How did, you get, into, league, how did you get into playing then? And how different was that for you uh, growing up uh, to it is for now for girls to access football and, and that sort of thing now um, and those having those opportunities yeah, that, that well, girls I, do now? I wasn't allowed to play at school. So right. I kind of played for the in the sort of uh, younger ages, sort of the under, well, first school, under 12s. I sort of played for the boys' football team, yeah. but I had to play netball. That was right. I was told I had yeah. to play netball first. Yeah. So I'd end up playing sort of netball at the front of the school, and then when because obviously that's a shorter game, and then I used to run around the back, and then they used to sort of pull up a boy <laughs> for me to go on and um, <laughs> and play it, it for the for the school football yeah. team. And then when I left there, my senior school was an all girls school, which okay. of course you play um, everything but football. Yeah. It was you know yeah. uh, tennis and lacrosse. Um, so I had to go and join a... You're thinking of me playing the cross now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. That just So I sort of joined a... Uh, my dad found a, a local team in Sutton, actually, um, called the Sutton Hammers. 
um, and uh, just played played for them. Um, yeah. And I was I was actually right wing, which I think right. people probably find quite <laughs> hilarious now. Um, and then just one day, our, well, I was playing there for a, a few seasons, and then just one day, our goalkeeper just didn't turn up, so I just right. saw our, our going goal. And it just so happened that someone from AFC was just watching. Wow. Um, <clears throat> came up to me after the game and said, you know, you show real promise. And how old were you then? I must have been, I was quite late going goal. So I must have been about, I reckon, 20, probably oh, wow. 19, that 20. Like it, yeah. And I started 14. So yeah. I've been playing like five mm. seasons. Um, and then I went and played for my first stint at AFC Wimbledon. I had like four four times there, actually. Yeah. Um, and Marianne Spacey was playing. Yeah. So obviously, you know, she's now manager yeah. of Southampton and yeah. probably one of the best female so footballers. Looked, yeah, some of the players that you played with oh. were some of those real trailblazers. But that was when we get to Croydon. Hope, hope yeah. now and people like that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. that was later on. I, I was at Wimbledon and then um, I got a call from Debbie Bampton at Croydon who mm-hmm. was sort of getting this Croydon team together. Yeah. That was the, off, the, off the back of, um, I think it was... Uh, um, it will come to me later on but anyway Debbie was sort of getting this team Hope Powell and Brenda Sempari was already yeah. there yeah. and sort of got a few players from all over a few from Southampton okay. and we sort of just turned up on the first training day and it, we just all we all just clicked yeah. and then that season yeah. we got promoted and then it was the following year that we won the league the FA Cup and the yeah. league double Yeah. Um, but it was certainly I mean a privilege to play in that team I mean yeah. it was just I mean everyone was just had cap after cap England international oh it was just yeah. I mean and, and England I mean our player manager was the the England manager, manager yeah um, and was that an honour that ever kind of came your way or was there anything that ever, you ever get looked at or mentioned about being called up for any of the England squads or anything like that or? I I did get called up for the squads right um, I I was uh, at the training camps I think there was a sort of few years where I was just um at training camps, yeah. uh, unfortunately, never got a cat. I right. came close, very, very close. One day, um, there was an illness in the mm-hmm. uh, camp, and um, I was told that I'd be playing, uh, possibly, obviously, because the, the number one and the number two, for various different reasons. You're cooking, yeah, probably, yeah, <laughs> the Sanya Gate, um, and uh, yeah, uh, so I did come so close, but wow. didn't. Who again? didn't I think well, Spain, yeah. Spain actually, yeah, at home. So um, yeah, so close, but I mean, still, it was just a privilege to be in that in that yeah. team. Um, and the experience that you get with camps because mm-hmm. you've got such good coaches, yeah. Um, and um, obviously, you know, playing in teams that week in week out they mm-hmm. brought back to the club. So yeah. what I learned off people like Hope Powell yeah. and Debbie Bampton, and you know, having a defence in front of me that mm-hmm. just just constantly learning Um, and then I went to 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 Millwall and again they had Jim Hicks who was Mm -hmm. such a good coach as well so um, you know I learned a lot in my days of of playing football and had some good times there definitely yeah good good experience and how does that how does that route that you had then compare with how you get into football now yeah I mean I'm one of the older players at Dalton so it's not too dissimilar from Lou I was Mm -hmm. able to play at school there yeah. wasn't that much yeah. in terms of girls football like there'd be like mixed teams where you could join in with the boys but it wasn't yeah. really a thing yeah. um, I started playing at Little League when I was six mm-hmm. and it was mainly like one of my mum's used to try and like get me out and talk to them yeah. I was a bit shy when I was a kid yeah, um, yeah so I kind of did that from six to about twelve and then I got um, 
spotted playing at Little League for Wimbledon before they moved to Milton Keynes. Yeah. Um, and then kind of joined their centre of excellence and mm-hmm. was there until I was like 15, 16 yeah. when they went to, when they actually transitioned and left. And I was like, I can't travel to Milton Keynes, it's a bit far. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of stopped playing for a few years. Mm-hmm. And then when I was at uni, um, I was working for Fulham coaching. Okay. Um, and one of the girls I was coaching with was like, oh, you should come join my Sunday meeting. Yeah. Kind of see how it goes. So I was playing for a team from Seven Town, who don't exist anymore. But um, yeah. from there, I then went to Tutin and Mitcham mm-hmm. and kind of started going up through the leagues with them. Um, then they disbanded. Shorten, yeah. Um, for a few years was there, then left there and went to AFC Wimbledon, okay. where we won, won the league tier five. Yes, that's the one that the Lakers get promoted into. Yeah, yeah, won that. Um, then kind of fell out of favour with my manager, so oh, I um, looked for a new club. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I won't name names. So I'll take it later. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then went back to Carl Shorten from there mm-hmm. um, and then moved across to Sutton. Yeah. I was there for four to five years, mm-hmm. um, captain for three of them quite last year. Are you going for your badges? Have you done badges? So I did my level one a few years ago and then just after like work, uni finished, yeah, going to start work, mm-hmm. it kind of fell apart and then just kind of time with working and playing, it just doesn't yeah. really fit in. Yeah. No, it's, it's good to, to play. I think more people should do the, the budget. Part of the, so the route's into it. Even from your experience, so there's, mm. there's more, isn't there? It's out there. I more. mean, now it's insane. Yeah. Like the options for someone, yeah. like you kind of look at it a little bit um, like, envious. You're like, oh, these yeah. 16, 17 year olds have got like yeah. so much, and even younger than that, yeah. so much options, and there's so much more funding in it now. Yeah. Um, and the facilities like, as well yeah. with 3G and things like that, and being able to go and do that. Yeah. And, and clubs are taking it seriously. Yeah. So yeah. they're getting like the, the input from the clubs. Like yeah. Dawkins, great, and the work that the way we're supported from like Mark and the, the yeah. main club. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are they're proper promoting girls and women's football. Yeah, it's great. But Lou, do you find out when the girls are doing their badges now? <laughs> some can be questioning why you're doing things, or maybe not your ladies, the women in your team. But you can find within definitely in the man's football, everybody's like PT or they they're doing their levels. You start coaching and they say, "Well, why are we doing this and what are we doing this for?" I don't know if you do get that in in your game. Yeah, we do actually because because you. Because you get you get taught to coach in a certain way, so mm. you know. Um, so when you do coach, you do get people sort of go, "Oh, you know, why are we doing this? Or mm. why are we stopping here? What you know?" Because really? you're, you're yeah. trying to say, "Well, this is this is how we learn. This is the way, you know." And that's why it's really important to do the CPDs because yeah. coaching changes all the time. I mean, when I did mine, whenever I think five six years ago, you know, there was four uh, four ladies um, on the on the course. Um, Kat being one of them, mm-hmm. who's the um, yep. previous manager, uh, Debbie, who's uh, doing doing being really successful with the youth at Dawkins, uh-huh. um, and then Sam, who is at Fulham, and myself. Um, so all all become coaches, yep. um, you know, still. But um, you're coaching. You're on the course, and you're with men that are still playing yeah. so you're yeah, yeah. actually coaching you know what i've always coached women but yeah. then for your assessment you're coaching men yeah and sometimes that can be quite you know quite an eye-opener because yeah. you're not used to especially you know nowadays i think it's it's quite you know people women are accepted as coaches but yeah. you do find it i mean when when we go and watch football and you're sort of talking about football you, you used to get people looking going oh yeah. you know because you're talking like 
anybody else talks at football because you know think know think about the thing about two football people just it's quite. I was going to ask. I was going to ask you that. So, like the sort of like the stigmas and things like that that are attached to it. How has that changed over since you first started to play football to now? Hopefully, those lazy stereotypes, all those sort of things, are they slowly going, or are you still experiencing them? Even when you're coaching, even when you're managing, even when you're on the sidelines at games, sometimes you yeah, play. hear those sort of throwaway yeah, oh. comments from people walking past or anything like that sort of thing. No you know? one ever ever thinks that. I'm the manager and Kerry obviously right, really? is an assistant. It's always, I mean, we've got our head coach. Um, Martin. Martin, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's always, if people don't know, I mean, obviously this is our second season in this league, yeah. but people get to know you. Yeah. Um, but even so, they if they don't know you, yeah. um, they will go up naturally to, to Martin. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. And I, I think I've just been in football for so long that, I don't take that personally. It right. just goes over my head because kind of just, I yeah. just think, you know, it's just one of those things. I yeah. know there are some people that, you know, do do get a bit sort of um, annoyed by it, but, it, you know, it happens and it's just go, It's just not just in football, yeah. is it? It's anywhere, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, yeah. you know predominantly yeah. if it's a, you know, male-orientated or the business or whatever, yeah. Absolutely. The business, yeah. a man standing yeah. and all ladies staying yeah. there, they'll yeah. probably go to the man for it, not they? Absolutely. It's yeah. just what yeah. we have to yeah. sort of, you know, deal with it's just it, it, just how it how it is. Um, mm. But um, it, it has changed, um, and it's you know there are more females female coaches, yeah. which is good because I think yeah. it's. I mean, what's good? We've got a good setup, you know, with females and male coaches because, and we've all all spoken between the three of us have said that you know one one's got a particular um, area that they yeah. you know they're good yeah, at and then you know yeah. I've, I've been a footballer um yeah. so I can relate to players yeah. in another way yeah. I yeah. you know I can understand how they want to be approached yeah. and how they want to be spoken to yeah. um so it, it's a good it's a good mix yeah yeah do you, do you think a woman manager could manage a man's team like in the Premier League in the Champions League anything because a, a woman has a much better manner or well, most women do that manner about them that's walking to a changing room you can talk I don't know I, I just don't know I just like look I'm a little bit of a dinosaur I must admit but, but I do believe women and men are different obviously and uh, the woman has got a nice soft might have a softer way about her I don't know I mean, from my perspective, like having been coached by men and women, yeah, yeah. you do get a difference. And like, I know like some of my previous managers that are yeah. male, they yeah. don't necessarily know how to interact and communicate right. with us as a squad. Yeah. And maybe they've even acknowledged that themselves and that the way that they would do that in a men's change room is yeah. different to how you do it yeah. in a men's change room. But yeah. I think if you look at like coaches like Emma Hayes, who's an amazing job at Chelsea, yeah. like, I don't see why she shouldn't be considered no. for those sort of situations, like in a men's game, I don't yeah. see why it can't happen. And I think ultimately it comes down to your, those things are all, they're brilliant. That's that man management kind of side of things, just to use yeah. that phrase. But ultimately it's about your knowledge and your football knowledge and things like that, it, isn't it? it? Whether yeah, that's being delivered by a man or a female, whether it's words on a computer screen and, and the, the, the voice has been changed and you would never know, you know, and it was completely gender neutral and you didn't know who'd, who'd done that or said that. So I think a lot of it would come down to that person's knowledge. You know, people like Emma Hayes and that, they're, they're, their knowledge is second to none, isn't it? And you can imagine that people would probably think, actually, do you know what, I'd quite like to be managed by somebody like that because their knowledge is so good. 
and they know so much about the game, played the game, and, and have so much respect as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think it's probably because it's it's been harder to get into the game. It's probably they've done more homework and they've had to study more yeah, and yeah. they've probably done more games they've done more hours yeah. um, I think the only thing that goes against um, women managers is that probably they've sort of not maybe don't, wouldn't be accepted by everybody in that team I yeah. know that if you're mm. if you're a woman manager especially if you people know you or they've they respect you as a player yeah. um, which is obviously certainly the case with, with people like you know, Mary Ann Spacey, who, in my opinion, is probably you know, one of the best female footballers yeah. that, that have ever been. Yeah. Um, straight away, they respect her. Um, and then you can just build on that. If yeah. you go into a, a men's game, would you would you necessarily know the pedigree of that manager? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And but but I think, as, as, as Cindy says, you know, what Emma Hayes, people probably don't realise what she's done in football in terms of not just, um, you know, at Chelsea, but just in, you know, previously abroad. Yeah. Um, and she's had to, you know, she was an assistant um, at Arsenal um, and and she's had to sort of learn from the bottom upwards. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, certainly um, if there's a job going at Tottenham yeah. uh, with Conte, <laughs> um, call me. I'm quite happy to sit on the uh, sit by your side and take uh, your assistant with you though, Luke. I'd or, have to being, yeah. a, being a, a fellow <laughs> fellow season ticket holder at Tottenham. Well, she could um, part, part, well, part of the contract. Could, we could sit either side of Mr. Conte and. Uh, you know, sort of um, well, let's just give hope him that, some um, tips, yeah. That your chairman doesn't watch this then. <laughs> right, oh, they're angling for a move, are they? Uh, if the chairman's to, watching, I'll do it free. Looking to, looking <laughs> to go. I'm going to throw a little spanner in the works here. Right. Do you feel like the women that go on the men's game, like Alex Scott and the other ladies, do you think they should be spending their more time concentrating on the women's football, like TV programmes, and pushing the women's more than... I know it's all about the buck. I appreciate that. And they've yeah. got, they got to earn a living. But do you think they should be doing... A, they, might, they might be doing more for women's football. I don't know, because obviously... But do you think they should be doing more for ladies' football in the day rather than just taking a pound note and going on the onto men's football? I think they're doing a bit of both, aren't they? Yeah. I think, like, especially Alex Scott. Like, she's presenting football focus on the BBC, so she's kind of doing a, the men's game. And then programmes like that are starting to show more about the women's super league and the women's game. So I think it's more once like they get the respect within their role, then then people maybe listen to them more. So if she then starts talking about women's football, maybe people listen. Yeah. And then with like the lionesses doing well as well, I know like a few more men know who some of the players are and kind yeah. of they have that knowledge. Yeah. So I think it's a bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's there's always this thing about all you know women. Why don't you know? There was a thing on Twitter the other day about the referees. There was. Free, yeah. Uh, yeah, in the World Cup. Wasn't yeah, it? in the yeah. World Cup, and the comments were like, "Well, why don't they? Why don't they stick to women's football? Because the men don't go in the women's game." Mm. And I think these are the these are comments that they obviously don't watch that because we've had years of. I mean, we had men officials yesterday. I mean, right. I, it's very very rare that you get a female official. Yeah, very very rare. rare. I mean, I can't I can't ever think of a the last game that we had a female That's official. Really so. You, you, you've got if if the men are allowed in in our game, yep. then 
the women should be allowed in the men's game. Yeah. I think it's if you're good enough, yeah, you're there. Yeah. And yeah, someone like Alex Scott has, has spent her whole career yeah. in women's football. Yeah. So why shouldn't she now be given the chance to go um, into into the men's game and yeah. com- you know be a yeah. commentator? I mean, oh, there's some great agree. commentators. I mean, you know, Sue Smith on on Sky Sports is is fantastic, yeah. and Rachel Brown um, does it. And I mean, there's a few others as well that that are just. Are, are really good yeah, they are. and they're there on yeah. merit they're yeah. there because they're, they've got yeah. a, a great um, knowledge knowledge yeah. of football and they've, and they've that, been they around the game because they've been in that game for absolutely. such a long time they've got 140 yeah. England caps and things like that yeah, absolutely so, and you yeah. get men some men men's commentators that if we're all honest sometimes we do turn the <laughs> yeah. turn the te- yeah. telly down and just <laughs> yeah. make yeah. our own commentary up yeah, you know absolutely. not mine um, I hope I do with talking no oh, not no, at all not at all funny when you said that about the officials because we have had we've had um, yeah. we've had female officials in the National League haven't we in the South I think there was last year there was a, a female ref and we've certainly had um, assistant referees female and obviously we've got um, Izzy haven't we as the physio yeah. Oh, now, yeah, physios at the now. club um, and I think we've gone hopefully past that stage where that's becoming a sort of like a novelty and people around start, you know, wolf whistling and I things like that. I still get that point though. Like, I, I find me. Yeah, some people don't mind it, do they? <laughs> you do that as a government. <laughs> yeah. We do it when you come in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we've got some questions. Uh, David London has asked a question. Uh, bit more towards you, I guess, Lou. Uh, the signing of Shirelle this season was a massive statement of intent by the club. Do you plan to sign any more sort of top-level players like that in the near future? Or do you think there's enough quality in the squad to win promotion? That's the first part of his question. So, obviously, that was quite a big coup getting somebody to come down for that. Yeah, I mean, we, we were pleased with what we, what you know, the players that we brought in um I mean, obviously, Cindy was the captain of Sutton, yep. uh, which was, you know, big for us to, um, to sign her. Uh, we also got Gemma Shepherd, who, um, you know, I've, I've known, I was actually a manager at, at the county level. Um, she's she's played at West Ham and Charlton, mm-hmm. so she's been a big asset. Um, obviously, Katie Butts, um, a few well, months, five weeks ago, we signed her as yep. well. Again, has played in a higher tier. Um Gonna forget someone, and someone's gonna to listen to this and say, "Why haven't you mentioned me?" So why have they dropped down? Why, what is the reason they've dropped down? Is it because of the the project that's there? I know it's definitely, not- yeah, definitely. I think people see long term. They see, okay, we are in tier six now, but they see the potential. I mean, the the facilities we've got are unbelievable. I mean, I I I didn't even have the facilities that we've got when I was playing in the prem. Yeah, uh, or it wasn't called the prem in the, them days. But I mean. You, the, the facilities obviously at, at, at Meadowbank yeah. um, are brilliant. Um, you know, you've got the, the staff, and we've got two physios now. Yeah. Um, strength and conditioning. We've got um, obviously coaches. We just brought in another coach uh-huh. uh, last last week. Um, that lady. Again, yeah, lady. Yeah, yeah. UEFA B, who wow. was our half captain last year. Do you think your sort of connections and your contacts and stuff like that help as well, Lou? And your knowledge and that kind of thing where people think I know Lou, I know Kerry, I know Martin or people like that. I want to go and play for them. Yeah, so I mean I think that yeah, that's sort of I think that, that definitely that with yeah. you and that that kind of adds to that appeal as well as the club uh being forward thinking and things like that as well. Because just to equate that to the men's team, you know, you know, we've had people like Barry Fuller and stuff and people might think, why have they gone there? But they've gone because of facilities and because of the draw of 
wanting to be at a club that's moving forward on and off the pitch, like Dawkins and people like Mark as well. So is that sort of similar sort of thing with you, do you think, and for the players that have come in as well? Yeah, I mean, we knew, I'd known Katie uh, for a while um, and obviously Gemma um, and you know, obviously Cindy we'd played against. Um, yeah. And sort of when we played <laughs> her home and away, team. we thought... Rather have her on your team yeah, and playing we'll, against... We'll target her. Um, <laughs> so we, it, there are, I mean, I, I, there are players that obviously have um, been coached by myself and Kerry. Yeah. That um, you know know what we're about yeah. um, and have come across, um, uh, but um, there also are people that have seen the facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, um, we've had a lot of interest in the last sort of month, six weeks since the documentary. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But then you've just got to you've got to kind of work out that who's going to be good for the squad. Yeah, sure. I mean, obviously Doing it for the right reasons. Yeah, and, things and, like that. yeah. and people people move on in squads. People get injured. Yeah. Um, we haven't got a massive squad, so um, we're always looking out to sort of add, yeah. you know, one or two players. But yeah. they've got to be right for the team. They've yeah. got to be, um, you know, they've got to fit in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got, you know, everyone gets on so well that it, it's got to be someone that's that's here for the right yeah. reasons yeah. and that yeah. wants to play for Dorkin and not mm-hmm. because of any particular yeah, other reason. Well, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Carson Tarrier come down. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, you get I suppose you have to sort of have that thought in the back of your head when people turn up, don't you? Are they coming here because they want to play and they're actually invested in this or are they coming down here you know, for the wrong reasons? Absolutely. Yeah. The yeah. Callum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, David asked another question as well. So the fixture list feels quite imbalanced. Uh, most games so far have been played at home. Uh, do you think having a majority of away games on the run into the end of the season would be a handicap for the team? I think that makes much of a difference. Well, it, c- it can go one or two ways, obviously, because um, it's good to get... I mean, we, we've got games in hand. Yeah. I think we've played the less... Um, played seven. Yeah, than anybody else. So we've got games in hand. So we're in a position um, that we haven't got the, the points on the board yeah. and we've got games in hand. Yeah. Um, and those games predominantly are, are away. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, I suppose one could say we are, I mean, our home form is is exceptional. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, we've, back end of the season, obviously, will the pressure be on us because we've got to get win after win. Yeah. But yeah. then if you've got home games and you've got, you know, those points, we've won yeah. every game at yeah. home we've obviously got those points on the board. So it can go one of two ways. You don't know. I mean, right. like I said, with the <clears throat> with squads and how women's football works, um, yeah. you don't. sometimes you get a different team when you play away. Okay. We've noticed that, especially in our tier, you don't tend to get the same tier team away from home really? as you do home because a lot of people don't oh, travel. So if you've got, get to stuff. Yeah, yeah, people have got, <clears throat> you know, sort of... Um, uh, commitments yeah. um, and they're playing at home yeah. in, in sort of um, Dulwich or whatever yeah. it is and, and 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 they don't they can't travel away or to Dorking because they can't have sort of mm-hmm. you know seven hours out yeah. of the day yeah. they might not choose to go to that wow. away game yeah. and, and that that sometimes mm. can be difficult yeah. because you don't always know right. you try and do your homework on yeah. teams and you get a completely different team wow. like yeah. like we proved yesterday is that what happened yesterday well I, I mean some people there they, they've just signed a goalkeeper okay. that um, 
I mean, absolutely had an outstanding game. I, heard the I mean, I just <laughs> thought, where have you got her from? She was just outstanding. In I mean, the Super League at the I weekend. Mean, I mean, it was just literally just save after save after save. I thought this is just this yeah. is just getting beyond joke. I mean, you don't you, know, um, you don't have games every week either, do you? We do have games do every have games Sunday. Every, every Sunday, like but quite, it looked like there was quite big gaps in some of the fixtures on the. We don't pay over Christmas, which right, is different okay. to the the men's football. Yep. Um, but we do tend to have games every week. Okay. But, I mean, going back to... Because there's not many teams in the league, are there? And no, cut runs as well. Yeah. So like, yeah. Sure. Like, yes. We're in a few cuts. We yeah. Like, okay. the and there's gaps. Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. But going back to yesterday's game, it's a prime example. They just signed three three or four new players okay. literally that week. Yeah. Um, you know, so is it just... Just, um, just especially for Like us. it is at the sort of like wow. the county levels and stuff where you just put an approach in for a player and get them registered and then they can play. Yes, I mean, you could actually, you can actually no, so sign someone on a Friday sign, and they oh, really? play on a Sunday. But as long as they get clearance from yeah. their own club, okay. yeah. Um, yeah. we're not allowed to approach the players have to approach yeah. us. Okay. We can't, we can't oh, approach no, players. I'm not, I'm not this one. Well, she was out of season. Um, oh, right. She was out of season. Once right. you get to the end of the season, <laughs> we, we waited until midnight and then we gave her a call. Okay. Um, but yeah, we, we, we have to do everything by the book. I have to, I, I am actually, I can't like have to do everything by the book. Yeah. Yeah. Me, so we can't Are the players getting paid or just expenses or what? At your standard? I don't get paid. <laughs> I don't get paid. No. I don't get paid. No. no I just wondered um, if they get expenses like petrol money, things like that. I think some clubs cover expenses and mm. other things but you just hear rumours yeah of course oh, I don't yeah. think we'll play one for one at tier at tier six um, it's it, as I said it's it's yeah. rumours but it's yeah. highly highly unlikely yeah. that, that players will get um, will get paid I think it's when you go up to sort of tier three or tier, or tier four that people start to get you know expenses with just mm-hmm. a bit of petrol money yeah. and yeah you know, strikers are probably on a little bit more goal, than, goal than, than goalkeepers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No clean sheet. Yeah, no, no, no. We had, to, we had, in our day, we had to pay. We yeah, were well out of pocket yeah, because yeah, you know, getting, yeah. getting, going away to Liverpool one week and Doncaster the other, you're getting a, a coach, and then when you get there, you've got to pay for a hotel. Right. You've got to pay for food. Wow. That all came out of all wow. your pocket. Wow. So, I mean, I look back and I think, how did I even afford that? Yeah, how much you spend? And then when also, then when you That's think about some of those... every night, yeah. When you, when you think of some of those people that are sort of commentators and things like that now as well, and they've gone through those sort of things yeah. as well, why shouldn't they be qualified to speak about that? They put a shitload of effort, time, effort, and family probably been credited for the amount of determination they've used driving them up and down the country or yeah. putting money in to help them yeah. why can't they commentate Absolutely. on the men's game because ultimately it's, it's, still, it's still the game of football that they're yeah. more than qualified to talk about having earned that right through everything they've gone through in their lives absolutely and I think that's where uh, football has, has has got better in the women's game yeah. because it's I mean it would have been unheard of even probably two years ago for someone to even go on I'm a Celebrity and, yeah. and even win it. Win, I mean, yeah. you, she'd yeah. have been like first out yeah. two years yeah. ago yeah. and now, um, you know, it, we, people are getting the recognition yeah. and yeah, actually realising that yeah. actually like what, you know, what you see is what, what you get yeah. because people mm. are, they're in it in the game because yeah. of the love of the game. Yeah. We're not in it for money. No. No. Um, no. You know, 
expenses is always That's a it. good yeah. thing. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'll be yeah. speaking to Mr. Best about that. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's we do we do do it because we enjoy it. Yeah, yeah absolutely, and, and it's good to see how how the players you know do improve throughout the season, yeah. and that's that's where you get your sort of buzz from. Yeah. Um, Dan Sobart has asked a question um, in terms of style of play and approach to games what are the main things that have changed since you took over last season have you done a massive amount of changing things or anything that you do that's changed in terms of your the style of play or how you look to play what is the Dorking ladies or how do you look to play so we play we play, we play in the same system so yeah. we played uh, well well when I first came in, we I changed it to just slight, slightly changed it. So we sort of played um, a three with a, a, a box okay. and then one up front. Yeah. Um, although sometimes we did play a three five two, so I changed it to a three five two consistently. Um, we have, I mean, yesterday we had to slightly change where our number nine was playing in the number 10 role okay. just purely but just because of personnel we right. had a few players missing or injured and yeah. circumstances so um but generally speaking haven't changed haven't no. changed the system we've just got a few players in um and um that's you know sort of obviously um change been the biggest change just yeah. the, just the personnel really yeah okay and and how when you get new players and when you bring players in from another and you might even be able to answer this how how is it to, how is it uh, to integrate with the existing group so I played a similar formation anyway. so I knew that there's a few of the yeah. girls that I played with at previous clubs so it was in that respect you kind of got like muscle memory knowing where players are going to be and you're kind of yeah. used to that um, but I think like in terms of teams I've played for the way they play has changed like a lot of the forwards like route one Find a nice big yeah, striker, right. set yeah, him off, and off yeah. we go. Um, but I think like the style of football that we play now is definitely on the floor, uh-huh. which definitely benefits us at home because the Meadowbank pitch. Is, yeah. I think that's maybe one of the things we notice when we go away is a bit more like cool, yeah, acting marshes away. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. quite the, <laughs> the smooth carpet you want to pass right. the ball on. But yeah, we try to play football. Like you said, personnel-wise, like, I think we've all got technically gifted players that like yeah. to keep the ball on the floor and kind of move it quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, I think it depends on the teams you play for before. So I was quite fortunate in the formation that we can play similar to yeah. the one I played. Yeah. As a centre half, heading the ball, do you do you head the ball? Like we were talking about uh, Harris, Ed Harris, Ed Harris yeah. uh, Saturday. Like I, I said to James, uh, I worry for uh, Ed because he heads the ball all the time. And how do you how do you approach it when you're going to head the ball? Do you head the ball and think, oh, do you rather let it go and bounce and kick it and clear I it? I mean, I'm like five foot ten. If I don't head the ball, people are like, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair point. Yeah. Everyone else is kind of here. Managers should be shouting. Don't let it bounce. So what's your thought on that? I think. I mean, I try to attack it. I try not to let it bounce. It's kind of one of the things that we because you do bounce a lot in late yeah. football, doesn't you it? Get some of those loopy goal coaches like, oh, here comes the concussion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it helps the team, I. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got a header. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. We actually scored a few headed goals this season, haven't we? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Well, from set plays? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Can't give too much away because no. obviously no. we're halfway through the season. Who's, so. who's, who's that then? So, Kerry. Oh, I know she would, yeah. Kerry, uh, <laughs> Kerry, the assistant, is in charge of the set pieces. Yeah. Um, so, anything sort of falls in against, um, we, um, she masters that. So, uh, we've, we've had some good success. Yeah. Um, 
good. defensively. And, scored a few and, good free kicks as well. I've seen. Yeah, yeah. Zayla's well. got yeah, a, a yeah. really good one um, this season. Well, she got one against Sutton last year, didn't she? Which is on the documentary. I remember shouting, "Don't foul, don't foul!" And they get free kicks. So how are the crowds? Because I noticed I looked the other day, 150 people were there for one game. Yeah. yeah, that was quite a noisy game, though. I think yeah. we've had up to about, haven't we? We've had a, over that. We've had like about two fifty, maybe. Have you? Yeah. The cup final had quite a lot, didn't it? Cup well, final had a lot. The, yeah, the away um, support had quite a lot. Yeah, it was. Well. Yeah, but as a, as a, a league, league a home league, league is it improving. Yeah. I'm pretty certain we had like 200, 280 for a home yeah. game. Really? Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Good. yeah. Um, and it's and it's good because it's you know they're all sort of. Um, they're all people. It's not as if we've sort of invited loads of schools no, or something locally to come in. It's people that out. have actually turned up to watch. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. It'd be well, nice if we could, um, you know, get some more and, you know, people obviously that follow follow the men yeah. that come and watch, you yeah. know, even if it's not every week. And Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, even like away as well, yeah. you know, they've come, come yeah. to watch. But it'd be really good um, to... Um, to get them in because yeah. it's um, the support is like definitely yeah. and it's nice for the girls as well to play oh yeah to yeah. play against you know big crowds yeah. it's, it's fantastic and not just sort of friends um, sometimes and family it and stuff, gets us over the line yeah. because you know yeah. you do you do yeah, sort good. of you know if you feel Twelve the woman. support yeah yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> just another point that Dan had here and, and this is probably a good one actually for anybody that's listening and stuff uh, about the academy pathway and how girls could get involved in the club. So last, uh, the end of last season, um, <clears throat> we we brought in two uh, two youth teams. There was yeah. already one uh, youth youth team here, and we brought another uh, two in. Uh, Debbie Francis um, brought her team over as mm-hmm. well, um, so she's doing really well. And we went to watch the um, under fourteens, fifteens, fifteen fourteens, and then uh, we were due to go and see the under fourteens as well, but yeah. um, their their game got uh, waterlogged. Um, so we do um, we do keep an eye out on their results and they're doing extremely well. So yeah. that's three three young um, three teams. Um, we're hoping um, we've got a meeting actually um, in a couple of weeks so that we can try and bring some uh, more teams over and expand expand the, the lady side of okay. football because although we've not been going long, it's really important that we we build those those squads yeah. up because yeah. obviously for the ladies team, we only have one team Yeah, mm. and it was just too, we would, by the time I sort of got in at back end of last season, it was just too much of a push to get another no. team in. Yeah. So it's, it's really important that we get that team in because if people aren't getting game time for the first yeah. team, mm. That they don't have to go anywhere because yeah. we all want to play football. And you lose them, you could lose them. We do you? lose, yeah, yeah, because we all want to yeah. play football for ninety minutes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I would, I, I was the same. So, yeah. you know, if if you can't get it at Dawkins, you're going to look elsewhere. So yeah. it'd be good to have a reserves because when they're not getting that game time, yeah. they can play and then come back to the team where yeah. maybe they've worked on sort of yeah. certain areas, yeah. um, yeah. which which happens to to, to us all. So. Um, it's really important, and we're we're big on that, especially with the youth, because you know, if you bring the youth through, yeah, um, yeah that's really important, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the yeah. Future um, of the club. Yeah. Another question: Talking Red Sox on Twitter, which is a, I think that might be David London's other account. Yeah. Uh, was the documentary intrusive on match days? As a fan, it looked like there were every time there was a team discussion, a camera and a sound crew wanted to catch it for the program. Was it easy to blank that out to get used to it after a while? 
Was so it more intrusive my... when they were doing the stuff outside? Because I know they filmed you and Kerry and yeah. stuff like that. Was that more intrusive um, when it was coming outside of the club and doing those other bits than it was when it was actually out? The club? I mean, obviously, I'm not. I'm not used to playing. I'm not used to playing in front of cameras, let alone um, being on the being mm-hmm. on a documentary. So when it first, when they first started filming, I was the goalkeeping coach. Yeah. So I, I mean, the camera crew was this bit of a running joke where I was trying to sort of be behind the camera. <laughs> Um, and and then obviously when I got the role of manager, they sort of said, "Look, now you're going to have to be in front of it." Yeah. Um, the first few weeks, I was—I mean, the camera crew were really good. They took me to one side and just said, "Look, if there's anything there that you're um, you're worried about, talk to me." Um, and I just sort of said, "You know, obviously, you, you do you do say things in the heat of the moment yeah. um, and use the sort of odd." Um, bad language um or or whatever you know whatever reason I, I sometimes i just that that i found a bit dif- difficult okay. as it happens when we had the documentary that came out i was i was like that's, that's all right that's okay. that's come out as you know yeah. as, as natural yeah. as, as you can be yeah. um which i think was good for all the players you know what you saw yeah. is what happened yeah um but um i think um it was, it was, I mean, obviously they kept saying, can we come and film around okay. so-and-so's house or so-and-so's? Right. And some of the players were like, no, I don't want that. In the end, we sort of gave in and said, okay, you know, let's just, let's really? just do it. But just do okay. it. You know, these, these are, uh, these, this is our rules and regulations yeah, of okay. what we want out yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, um, it was certainly, I think, um, some some players found it difficult at first, but towards the yeah. end, I think everyone sort of um, was quite natural in front of the camera, which yeah. is why we sort of hope that there's going to be a, a second yeah, series too. because I think yeah. we got we we actually got used to it by the end, okay. and we you know a lot of them were came across really well. I mean, when I watched the documentary, I was so proud of all the players yeah. because they've really, got on to be on the TV quite a lot, haven't they? A couple of them, absolutely, <laughs> and they really came across like really like well yeah, and 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 as genuine on. On the on the documentary yeah. as they are off it, yeah. which is good. But it's positive for the club, isn't it? Because it boosts the profile of the club, like Rich does with a bunch of amateurs, and it promotes women's football and everything else as well. And it breaks down any barriers for uh, young girls that are looking to play football as well. The feedback we've that. got has yeah. been has been unbelievable. I mean, people that have reached out to us on Twitter and Facebook, you know, people that I haven't even spoken to for sort of 20, 30 uh-huh. years and just literally just came across, across it by accident because the when it was originally going out, um, there was a lot of advertising. Yeah. Um, and then it, it was... It got pushed back, It got it? pushed back because of the yeah, Queen. Yeah. And um, and then when it sort of then went out, there wasn't as, as much advertising. So yeah. people didn't really know when it was coming out yeah. or the fact that they can actually download the whole lot on iPlayer yeah. so we'd all seen it and then yeah. I was getting messages going oh I've just got to the end of the two and you're, <laughs> you, you're really great and I thought all you've seen is me walking in with a Starbucks cup because that was my <laughs> first scene and I thought well that just sums me up brilliantly um and you're so towards the end of it I'm like well you've got to watch four five and six because that's when I come into it more but um you know that people school friends that I just I hadn't yeah. seen for ages but it it's really good because you just you've got a lot of got a lot of positive feedback. Yeah. I mean, like anything, you're always going to get your negative thing. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, just yeah. you know, it, it happens. Yeah, but, wasn't there, but you so, know, and yeah. apologies all yeah, round exactly. to anyone. Um, but I think some people took that a little bit too far from what I saw on social media. 
yeah. but you you can only be yourself and yeah. you can only just um you know say you, you, it's, it, people don't realize that actually sometimes follow it having the um camera crew around yeah. it's it's um you you don't always know you can't always remember what no, you say no, i mean it was probably a while ago as well wasn't it it was a couple of seasons ago i mean it? there was things on the documentary i thought i wasn't even manager then i didn't even have a mic on so i don't even know how they got there <laughs> they was they was just lit reading and they just put something in and also they cut certain bits yeah. so it yeah. sometimes doesn't um you kind of um have that where it's like the, the, the way they've edited it is really good because obviously yeah. they've put it into a story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, certainly it was, um, it was fun to do. Definitely. Yeah. Well, before we finish, I just want one of my questions really, like I know you're second in the league at the moment and only one goes up, doesn't it? And you're yeah. playing Brentford, obviously you beat Brentford and you've got games in hand. So what is the pyramid? What is the pyramid? Cause I don't, I try to find it. I found it. I was, I wasn't sure how it works for the lady, uh, the women's football. So could you explain to me quick, not too long, but in a way that, that how the pyramid works for you guys, where you go next? Because you're in what? You're in Division 1 North. Yeah, so we're in Tier 6. Right. So if we are promoted, so you're right, it's only one. Um, if we're promoted, we go into Tier 5. So the easiest thing is to say is so that's where Sutton went and that's where Fulham are. So that's okay. our the two local teams. If then you go up from Tier 5, you go into Tier 4, which is where AFC Wimbledon are. Right. Uh, then you go up to 3 and then obviously 2 and then and 1, one which is WSL. So you're Tier? We're Tier 6. Tier 6. Yeah. So you've got so 5 more to go if you want to get up to the top. 5 more promotions. Where do you see yourself in 5 years then? Walking. Um, where would you be aiming for, do you think, with, with do what you've got, the club, the facilities, the back end and the players, things like that? Where do you think it's realistic in five years? I mean, I think in an ideal world, if you've got you, you, everyone's going to say they're going to want promotion every year, yeah, yeah, um, it, it's it's unrealistic. I mean, you look at teams like AFC Wimbledon and Fulham; they've been in their in their particular tiers yeah. a long time. Yeah, I mean, AFC Wimbledon are doing. I mean, both actually AFC Wimbledon and Fulham are doing really, really well, uh-huh. but they have been in that tier a long time, and okay. it's the same. It's the same in ter- terms of. There is a lot of competition nowadays. I mean, even our league now, you've got I think three teams more, two or three teams more than you did last season. Okay. So it's more competitive. Yeah. You've got also um, players that aren't getting in the higher leagues that are dropping. So okay. you've got a better standard. Yeah, so yeah. every year yeah. you go, you've it's got harder. better, better players, it's and it's harder and harder. And yeah. you know, t- yesterday proved a point. You know, look, yeah. you. You, we've 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 sort of bolstered our squad and on our first eleven, but still we couldn't break down a team that had eleven players behind yeah. the ball. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it's it's one of those things where uh, if we go up, sometimes it's just you know steady the ship and then and yeah. then go up as well. But yeah, in an ideal world, it'd be five yeah. years. I reckon tier yeah. three. I'm looking at yeah. tier three. I'm looking at. Well, that'd be good. That'd be yeah. good. Well, thank well, James. You uh, you finish us off, matey. Um, I don't think I've got any more questions actually. Where do you train? When do you train? <laughs> when do you train? So well, we no, train. You train once a week. We train on a week. Tuesday and um, a Thursday, eight thirty to ten o'clock on the Meadowbank pitch. Oh, okay. So, so Thursday after the men train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great, and the, the men as well um, have been. You know, it's nice when we go on after them because they're all they all let on. You know, how did you get on? Great yeah. result. 
Um, and it's nice because you just you just do feel. I mean, I've been at teams before where there's been a, a men's section, and you don't. You, they probably wouldn't know even if you were standing in front of them in a kit. They would yeah. not. They'd be clueless who who yeah. who you play yeah. for. Yeah. Um, and and yet the Dorking men uh, are all you know really like great. As is Mark. I mean, yeah. very supportive yeah. of the girls. Yeah. Um, uh, which is fantastic because you can't you know you can't ask them more than that. No. Yeah. Brilliant. It's no, good. Really good. Right. Talking Wanderers is proudly sponsored by Complete Carpentry and Build. Visit www.completecarpentryandbuild.co.uk. Check out their website.